Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bite Me Podcast. This one is episode 203. This is the second time we're doing the intro. Last time I said that this is a uh, video game about podcasts. It's actually a podcast about video games, but whatever. I am one of your co-hosts, Cliff Johnson. I am joined by Colby. It's a me, Colby. He's got that kind of slightly racist Mario thing going on. It's fine. Uh, Dylan's going to be here eventually, but he got held up at work, so be here soon. Uh, we're going to talk about games. Colby played about 40 of them this week, which is, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. I played four. I feel bad, I think. Rookie numbers. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll try harder next week. Uh, we got some news. PlayStation is screwing up save games, which is not a shock to anyone. Um, and it's looking like some PS5 games might actually be cheaper on other platforms, which is strange and probably one of the first times it's happened. It, you've, you've seen it the opposite way, like where Nintendo games every once in a while are more expensive physically. Um, but I think it's cartridge price things. Anyway, whatever. We'll talk about that. Uh, Hades has a god mode. And I meant to talk about this probably two weeks ago because I think it's like the coolest thing in the entire world. And I want it in every single one of my games. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Phil Spencer is not a f- big believer in 8K gaming, which is uh, probably makes sense. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, there is a right way to sell hardware and there's a wrong way to sell hardware. We've seen the wrong way a lot recently with the PS5 and the Xbox and all the video card launches. Um, EVGA looks like they maybe have figured out the right way to sell it. Also, Facebook accidentally banned a Fallout 76 militia. Um <laughs> Whoopsie. You know, like, well, we'll get there. Anyway, we got we got a load of questions, too. Uh, from Vinny, uh, my good friend Rich, our deacon, Princess Megan, Weapon Man, Pumpkin Trouble 88, which is, I think, my kid, and I don't know why he's got a pumpkin in his name, but whatever, it's it's spooky season. Uh, Christmas Icon and Princess Man Socks. Cheap Free Games. We got a Troll Corner. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is ridiculous. Um, it, it could probably be in Troll Corner almost every week, but that's fine. Colby, um... You have to... I guess I could go first. Do you want me to go first? Sure. All right. I played Minute, which I think we have talked about extensively. I love Minute. Yeah, Minute's real good. I wish I could tell you... Well, I'm going to tell you, if you have not played it, you have seven days to play it on Game Pass. It leaves Game Pass October 15th. You can beat it with a guide in probably under an hour. It's about if 90 you, minutes. Yeah. If you don't have a guide, yeah, it's probably between like 90 minutes and two hours. It's... God, it's it's just clever. The entire conceit of that game is interesting. It essentially you are only alive every time for sixty seconds. So the game starts, you move for sixty seconds, and then you die, and you have to play the entire game that way. And there's things that you know you can spawn in different like houses, so it's not like you start over at the same place every time. But it's clever. There's a lot of really fun puzzles. It's all. Uh, two bit essentially so it's black and white um and the guy who wrote the music for it has a dog that looks exactly like mine so you know those things Very are good. important super important um i also played piku Pikuniku. Pikuniku, which Colby's also played. And it's adorable. It was on the Epic Game Store this week. Unfortunately, by now, it is no longer on the Epic Game Store for free. Um, it is on Game Pass, though, I believe. It is. Uh Man, I don't even know how I describe that game. You play a... I, I, you play the monster in the cave, which is only interesting because you n- are not a monster. It's just like people have... The people in this town outside the cave have built up this like history that there's a monster that lives in that cave and they... Th- they were just wrong. Um, and from there, you just are, are going out and solving puzzles. Um, defeating and capitalism. Defensively, de- yeah, defeating capitalism. Um in an interesting way. Like I, it's an interesting game because it is very kind of goofy and silly and funny. 
Um, it's not super challenging. Excuse Poltergeist. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not super challenging. Um, like, there's no real hard parts. Even the bosses aren't hard. Like, I didn't die in a boss fight. Um, but it says some kind of interesting things about, like, economics and, and capitalism and whatever. But is also, like, just this goofy, super simple. Like, I mean, it looks like the entire game was made in paint. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, so if you haven't checked out Pikaniku... Um, like, you don't have to be some sort of, like, weird commie to enjoy it either. Like, I think you could probably be a, a normal person and also enjoy Pikuniku. But uh, it was really fun and, like, it's got kind of cute animations and, I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. So. I really liked it. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, I played another game that Colby's played. <laughs> so I'm playing, like, I've been playing Divinity Original Sin for, I don't know, like, six months now. But Xbox did a thing this week... Um, or like for the next two weeks where you can get 10,000 game rewards if you get achievements. And so I've been trying to play short games that have a lot of achievements. What were you going to say, Carl? Every game you've played this week, I've beat. <laughs> so Yeah, so I played The Tourist, which, man, I, Colby, like, so when I started it, Colby's like, it's a really cool game, but there's some terrible jumping puzzles. And I got, like, it's not a long game. It's like four or five hours long. I got two hours into it. I'm just, I will never play that game again. It's it's a, it's a cute. It's, like, very voxely, so everything is made out of little teeny cubes. I love the animations. I love the story. I love the puzzle solving. I love the entire concept of it. But the jumping puzzles and the, like, kind of physics puzzles are absolutely infuriating, and I hate it so much. And... It's not just bad that the physics puzzles are bad. It's that a lot of the time in between, like, I don't want to say saves, but in between times where your character will respawn, you'll have to do, like, four of them. Uh-huh. And so you'll complete three six times in a row and then blow it on the fourth one and have to restart over. And it's not like... It's not like you're having to play it over, you know, it's not five minutes, but oftentimes it's like two or three minutes. And so you'll easily throw 20 minutes at what should be a very, very simple thing. But because you're jumping in 3D is not. And Wait I, until you get to the invisible platforms. I tell you, I do not remember the last time I was so frustrated with a game. It or, was. Or the swinging platforms. Yeah, I, I will not. I will not play it anymore. I think it was charming and really fun, and it's free on Game Pass, but I I will not play it again. Or when you get to the very end, and it's like, oh, you need to beat a couple more like side quests before you can actually finish this game. Yeah, no. To which I'm, I'm like, why? There's literally no reason that you would need to finish more of the side quests, but you have to. It, it was... It is literally almost everything I want in the game. It's cute, it's charming, it's got a fun story, it's enjoyable to play, I like the character interactions, it's got some kind of cute little puzzles, but I, I will not play any more of it. I just can't. Yeah. Um, last game I played was Fractured Minds. Do not play this game unless all you want is gamer score. You can get a thousand gamer score in like... 12 minutes? Yeah, maybe 15, 20 minutes. Um... And like to be fair, like I, I finished, it, I'm like I'm like, does this feel like some sort of like 
like college student wrote some poems in their diary and then made it into a video game. He's like, well, actually it's like a 17 year old girl that made it like about her depression or something. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. It feels exactly like that. I don't have any idea how it got published. I don't have any idea how it ended it up on game. Pass. won a, like a, a prize. Like it was like part of a contest. Um, I don't know, man. It's not like one person make your own game kind of thing. And it won a prize. Like it's from England. Yeah. It's not good. It uh, it does show kind of impressively though what someone one person could do with you know probably a copy of Unity and a little bit of knowledge so I mean there's that but man but if you need a thousand gamer score real fast fractured minds totally the way to do it but like I didn't even play it with sound it was <laughs> did you fine. get all the gamer score no I missed I missed one yep um, I had to go back and get that one I know exactly I did not which go one back. it is yeah. I did not go back and get that one it was not worth the hundred points. <laughs> Anyway, Cole, tell me about the 45 games you've played this week. I will try to... I'm going to combine some. Yeah. <laughs> so I uh, played the Island Saver DLC. I beat that. Um, that was really good. Um, it was totally worth the 10 bucks. I should have uh, downloaded that. Colby's like, download that and play that instead of the tourist. I'm like, yeah, I'll give the tourist a try. I have to wait for this game to download. Mistakes were made. I should have played yep, Island Saver. Should have. Um, and then after that, I played The Taller I Grow. Interesting. And I've heard about that, I think. This is like a, it's a puzzle game, and essentially you are like a, essentially a block, and you can jump on these other blocks and kind of meld together with these blocks, so you can be like two blocks high, or, you know, you find another one, you can be three blocks high, but you can also jump off of, like, let's say you're three blocks high, you can jump, you can essentially drop a block, so you're two blocks high, so you can use that to get to different areas that you because you can only jump so high and so you have to use that to build yourself to jump to different places and uh complete the like the levels and uh it's really fun i really enjoyed it uh it's fairly short like maybe three hours long um I'm very intrigued that the one note on this in the description is that some users have had issues with this game on the Xbox One X. <laughs> My guess is, is so for some reason you have to kind of, I won't say like give information, but it wants to like, hey, to play this game, we need to have um, like the feedback enabled. Oh, uh, Sure. And so people are like, I'm not giving my information to this random game. Like, sure. let me go Google stuff or hop on my Facebook to complain about it because yeah. why would I want to give my information away? Um, but uh, it's super fun. I picked it up real cheap, I want to say. Um, I mean, even full price, it's five bucks. Yeah, so. I think I picked it up for like a buck fifty. Nice. I got it on sale. Um, it's real fun. I would actually very much suggest it. It's a, it's a two-bit kind of game. Yeah. Looks um, interesting. Yeah, it, it's really good. I really liked it. I tell you, I love what indie developers mm -hmm. can do with that kind of thing. I'm There's something to be said. I'm beginning to think that puzzle games are kind of my jam. So nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll be mainlining the witness soon enough. Yeah. So uh, actually, I played the witness and I didn't really like it. Yeah. yeah. Plus, Jonathan Blow, blah. Yeah. Uh, whatever that means. Yes. Uh, then Jonathan I, Blow's the developer of that and Braid, and is like uh, the oh, kind yeah, of guy who says uh, things like, you uh, know, women really just shouldn't be engineers. They're just really not made for it. Uh huh. Yep. 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 <laughs> nice I, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Then I played Space Pioneer. I was actually playing that right before we uh, got on this little video call thing, Majig. Yeah, yeah. And this looks uh, cute. it's really fun. 
Um, I Again, I think I paid 99 cents for this as well. And it's just real short levels where it's, you know, like you have to go do something and, you know, like you say go blow up this you're in space and so it's like go blow up this you know like essentially insect pile kind sure. of thing and you know you have to do that within a minute and 30 seconds and you know uh use a shotgun to do it you know or you know only use a shotgun and you get you know between one and three stars for completing those, you know, uh, objectives. And then you go sure. on to the next thing and you have to, you know, get so many stars. It's kind of like, uh, I don't know, did Angry Birds have the star system where you have to have yeah. so many stars before you can yeah. go on to the next level? Um, and it's just really kind of fun. It's a kind of twin stick shootery kind of thing. Are you playing uh, it on the Switch? It's only on the Switch. Interesting. Um, up to four players. Yeah, and that's I was actually that was one of my complaints is about the Nintendo about the Switch eShop is that once you buy a game you cannot see how much that game costs. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, I should tell Cliff to get that game. And I went and I'm like, well, is it still on sale? I can't see because it just says purchased where oh, price lame. would be. And so you literally to. To do that, you have to open it up in a private tab and go to the eShop to look at a price. And Lame. by the time I was like, oh, I should tell Cliff to get this, it had gone back to like 10 bucks or whatever. Sure. Um, but uh, it's it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. It's probably actually worth the 10 bucks. It's probably at least a probably six to eight hour game. So. Nice. Then I played uh, Aqua Kitty UDX. And... This is a game where you play as a cat in a submarine. And, of course you do. Um, like It's a post-apocalyptic thing where I guess cats have taken over the world and they are mining milk from the sea, as one does. Um, yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll save my questions until later. So you're mining milk and you're attacked by um, what appear to be robot fish. And all it is is a kind of bullet hell kind of game where... You're trying to protect your um, cat friends who are mining the milk and some of the robot fish, the robot jellyfish specifically, will come down and pick them up and try to take them away. And you've got to stop that um, all while getting shot at by other robot fish. The tagline for this game is play co-op or solo. The milk must flow. Uh-huh. Yep. And I find that. Um, more than a little disturbing. <laughs> it's actually a really fun game. Uh, it looks cute. Are you playing this on the Switch too? No, I'm playing that on Xbox. I got, I think, everything after this. I picked up on the, I don't know, there was like the weird sale, sale on Xbox. It sure. was like, hey, games that have to do with water kind of are on sale. And so I spent like, I don't know, 30 bucks on eight games to deal with water. And... uh as you do. Yeah. And after that, I picked up Beyond Blue, which is kind of like a, it's, I don't know, if there's a walking sim. Is there a swimming sim? Sure. Um, you are like, a, a, I don't know, oceanographer. Sure. I, I don't know. What Colby they, and I learned a lot about whales this weekend. That's marine biologist. Sure. Yeah. And you swim underwater and you are trying to follow sperm whales like a, a family of them um, and study them but you know you're studying other stuff too so there's like little missions here and there like oh go find you know six dolphins that are over here kind of thing and um, 
essentially, you know, you uh, zoom in on them and have to hold the button and that's how you study them and you have to go do all that. I mostly picked it up because my kid is very much into like ocean animals and stuff like that. And I figured she would like it and I was right. Um, and it's actually kind of fun. It's very much one of those, like, just chill and relax kind of games. That's um, nice. Yeah. It's, I like, I wish it was in VR. That's my only thing, is oh, that game be would cool. be amazing in VR, but I think it's only on Xbox, and it doesn't have VR. Um, then I played Abyss. Abyss, the Wraiths of Eden, and I'll also lump that in with I then played Nightmare of the Deep, the Cursed Heart, or the Cursed Heart. <laughs> um, these are, oh, Mundi Artifacts, I want to say, is the the developer. Sure. And this is appears to be mostly what they do. They make, um, what did you call them? Hidden, uh, hidden, hidden object, object games? games. Yeah. Yeah. Where there's like a story and you know, like, Oh, I need to get into this room, but I need a crowbar. Well, uh, there was a crowbar or there was a key in this, you know, parrots, uh, cage. And if I get that key, then I can open the supply closet to get a crowbar. And so you have to, you know, go find the crackers in a, in a hidden, you know, uh, it shows you like a screen and there's a bunch of like find 20 different objects and one of them will be crackers. Then you've got the crackers so you can open up the thing and use the crowbar. And that's all those games are. And I kind of like them. They're fun. You don't have to think much. Um, especially these games are very much like, uh, there's a hint button and you hit that hit button and it'll just like make whatever you need to do glow. And you can hit that hit button very liberally. Um, Apparently they are Hopas, which is a hidden object puzzle adventure. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're there. I beat two of them this week. They're kind of fun. I have another three that I bought. I bought uh, one. Did I buy the Cursed Heart? Yeah. Uh, no, you bought the Wraiths of Eden. I bought the Wraiths of Eden. It's it's pretty fun. Um, yeah. They're $15 on Xbox, um, which they're not worth $15. If these were like $5, I would probably buy one of these once a month, but they're 15 But they appear to go on sale quite often. And uh, on sale, they're like 3 bucks, and that's totally worth it. Yeah, I think I paid like a dollar fifty. You paid a dollar fifty yeah. for that one, yeah. Perfect. That was part of the like, hey, this has to deal with water. It's on <laughs> sale. Sale. Love it. Um, and then I played Legend of the Skyfish, which is I don't know, kind of a puzzleish game. Kind of I, I don't know. Imagine if you had uh, Legend of Zelda, but it was only the puzzles kind of this looks interesting i love the graphics on this yeah yeah not a lot of like um uh you're not doing a lot of battles between guys there's you know there are bad guys but they're kind of few and far between it's mostly like you've got to get to this area and there's spike traps that you know pop up but they pop up in patterns so you can move to this part and then have to move to that before you know spikes pop up and basically you have a fishing pole that you hook to go to island to island and they're just little you know there's i think three big levels and there's 15 mini levels in each one of those levels and they take about you know probably two to five six seven minutes and so little bite-sized levels that are kind of fun and not super challenging but uh yeah it's it's pretty fun again we need 
got it on my... Eh, it's related to water. Sure. You know what, what game needs to come back, Cole? Do you remember the Indiana Jones and Star Wars desktop yes, adventure? I have said that many a time. Why has no one redone those? I would guess licensing. It's got to be licensing, but could you imagine how great those would be? I mean, I guess the thing is, is like I don't need them to be Indiana phone. Jones. Yeah, I don't need it to be Indiana Jones or Star Wars. Those would be amazing on a phone mm-hmm. or a Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Just don't I make them square. Make them. Mm. Yeah, I said that uh, a while back in Discord. That yeah. I'm like, why haven't those been re-released or remade for phone games? I wonder if those are like. I mean, those are probably something I can get like off of archive.org and play for free in a browser now. <laughs> probably. Probably. All right, we're going to move on to news. Um, there's no Dylan, so call. News. Yeah, I like that one. It's it's kind of fun. Um, so, I, if you listen to this podcast, you probably think that I love my Xbox and hate my PlayStation, which is not untrue. Um <laughs> Uh, I am I am a I am an I am a I am a Xbox fanboy and I'm okay with that. What I am not is one of those people who will crap all over your PlayStation because I love my Xbox so much and I need to justify my five hundred dollar purchase. Like if you love your PlayStation, I am very happy for you. What I get frustrated about is things that PlayStation does that are so stupid that if Xbox had done them you would be reading like articles about like how it's is is the Xbox done is it over because they've done this stupid thing when i think about like back to the Xbox launch the series of small mistakes they made that essentially lost them this console generation which was things like hey hmm. you know we want uh, we we're not sure about disc based games anymore we're not sure you know we we might want you to buy a connect like it's little stupid things that ruined this console generation for them that I look back and go like meh the funny thing is, is I saw a list of things that essentially that they had to back you know yeah uh, pedal on and everything that they had done is stuff that is now integrated on both PlayStation uh-huh. and Xbox pretty much yeah and so like I guess it's you know the difference that you know six or seven years eight ten years yeah. whatever however long it's been makes but still it, it's so frustrating to me and this is one of those things that I read that totally struck me as one of those that if Xbox had said hey you know we're going to release some games on the PS4 and then there's going to be an upgrade to the PS5 and like your save games just aren't going to transfer like is that going to be a problem Xbox people they would well PlayStation people would be eating them alive there would be just you know all this stuff but like literally so Yakuza like a dragon it's coming out March 5th or in March for the PS5 but it's coming out PS4 quite a bit earlier there will not be save game transfers between PS4 and PS5 on that. The same is true for Dirt um, 5, which is coming out. Um, Some of your progress will come across, but like career mode and currency, for some reason, can't go from PS4 to PS5. Um, Maneater, which is that cool shark game, which I really desperately want. That probably was on sale because it's a water game. (sighs) I should have bought Maneater. Anyway... Um, it's out already, but if you there's going to be a free upgrade to the PS5, you will not be able to transfer your save games over. And I'm like, why? Like, literally, why not? But even more so than that, like, the PS5 is going to be backwards compatible to the PS4, right? And they have not said at all how save games will transfer, if save games will transfer. So... What I worry about is that a bunch of people are going to sell their PS4s to buy a PS5 <laughs> and then go... 
oh no, where are all my save games? <laughs> and it's just ridiculous to me. It's ridiculous to me that I can play an, an Xbox game on any Xbox in my house, and I do have three of them hooked up. So, you know, I, I move things around a little bit. And you load up the game. It, it says, hey, we're syncing stuff. Bloop. And your save game is magically on your Xbox. And it's crazy to me that the PS5 cannot do that. But it's even crazier to me that they're not going to... There's no word on how we're getting save games from PS4 to PS5 or at all. And, like, this is absolutely something that Xbox is building as part of their transition. It is it is literally called Microsoft Smart Delivery Service, and it's how save games and systems are transferring between your existing Xbox One X hardware or your One S hardware or your whatever hardware over to your new Series S or X. It's just going to work. It's going to all transfer to the cloud. It'll magically just happen. Anyway, this is just one of those things that strikes me that if I was, like as an Xbox gamer, it would be infuriating. And if I was a PlayStation gamer, I would just be so angry because it's something they should have figured out by now. Anyway, we are joined by Dylan. Say hey, Dylan. Woo! There's Dylan. He is the better bugle today. Um, are you a better bugler, like a like a no. like a trumpet, or like the the delicious salty snacks? No, I'm the high end version of the instrument. I do not play oh. the instrument. I am the instrument. Interesting. All right. Uh, we're going to talk more about PlayStation 5 and how I don't understand some of the things they do, but it's not for me to understand, I guess. Um, we talked a mm, week or two ago about uh, some PlayStation 5 game costing $70. Not all of them, but some of them. It looks like all their first-party games are going to cost $70. Um, a lot of, like, EA games look like they're going to cost $70. And some games like Godfall, which is a next generation looter shooter. I think this might actually be the Schluter one. I don't know. Um, it's a new game shooter. coming from Gearbox is going to be $70 on the PlayStation 5. Interestingly enough, it's only going to be $60 if you buy it from the Epic Store on the PC. And like that's fine, like I guess. But if the company like the 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 line we've been given is that new games cost so much to make that they have to cost $70 on the PS5. So why don't they have to cost $70 on the PC? Do you... They don't. Is it only through the Epic Store? I believe it is an Epic exclusive. So I guess it could be Epic is enforcing a $60 price or giving that $10 discount because Epic does weird stuff like that. It could also be that they, you know, that instead of having to pay 30% or whatever, they're only having to pay, what is it, 12%? Oh, yeah, 12%. Yeah, so that, maybe, that actually very well could be. <laughs> maybe it's something to do with that, too. I don't know. I just... I look at what Sony is doing as a next-generation platform, and again... If you love your PlayStation, if you have your PS5 ordered, like, more power to you. I'm very, very happy for you. But I look at what they're doing and just, like, shake my head all the time because it seems so poorly thought out, so poorly planned. Everything about, everything they've done seems badly thought out from backwards compatibility to the save game problem to this pricing problem to their release problem to their pre-order problem to their announcement problems to it just is all baffling to me and I don't understand how a company who has been on top literally for what nine years now eight years now is screwing things up this badly but then when I look at the last four years 
like they've been screwing up stuff for the last four years too. So maybe it's complacency. Maybe it's not understanding your marketplace. Maybe I, I don't understand what it is, but I, it speaks to how well they have built their brand, built their brand that people aren't just pissed at them all the time. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, you've played Hades, Dylan. I have, and I love it, and I've been playing it more lately. It's so good. Have you? How far have you gotten? Um, I have not beaten the. No, I guess I did beat the third boss again. Nice. Uh, which is as far as the game existed when I played it the first time. Okay. So I have. I think I did pass it, but I didn't get much farther after that because I got beat down pretty hard during the that third boss which is i think significantly harder than the other two before it it's it's an interesting game so I, we talked about it a little bit probably two weeks ago um but to remind you it's a roguelike um that has a really good story it's it's i think it does storytelling storytelling very well in that every time you die there's more story revealed um and also it does a really good job of letting you level your character and keep some of those levels and better weapons and different things so that almost every time you play, unless you have just a terrible run, I felt like I was always making progress. Like every run I did was meaningful. Um, But I also recognized that I think I was going to get to the point in Hades where I would probably just not be good enough um, there was going to come a time where I wasn't twitchy enough, I wasn't whatever enough to actually to get better. And they've come up with an idea, and they call it God Mode. And it's interesting because it's just something you can turn off or turn on at any time via the menu. So it's not, there's no, it's not a big deal. It's literally just something you turn on. And I've argued for this exact thing a million times, where all it does is it doesn't make you invincible. It doesn't give you unlimited anything. It just makes it so that every time you die in the game, so every run, you gain some resistance to damage every time. And that effect is cumulative. So every time you die, your character gets a little bit harder to kill. And if every game in the world could just give me that checkbox, it would make every game beatable. Um, like I, I, I'm an okay gamer, but I'm not great. Um, there are games that, I mean, in this year I stopped playing Far Cry 4 and I stopped playing Doom 2016 because I just got to a point where I got sick of dying and I tried for two hours and couldn't get past the point where I got sick of dying at. And so I just said, I will never play these games anymore. I will never finish these games. And I think a system where every time you die, you just get a little bit of tick up is such an amazing solution to difficulty. And I, I just, and I like too, that you can turn it back off. Like you can literally say, okay, I got past that part that was too hard. I got past the third boss and now I'm rolling through third boss land and I can just turn back off and see if I need it again at some point and then turn it back on. I just think that is such a clever, clever, clever solution to game difficulty. And I just, I absolutely love that. What do you, what do you guys think about that? I do like it. Thank you for that in depth. I, uh, <laughs> uh, especially in those kinds of games, I, I don't know. Um, it's kind of like rad did something vaguely similar where it just, you had 
boxes you could click of like, hey, I want to start with a second weapon or whatever it yeah. was, you know? Like, just little things to make it... It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't God mode, but it was just to make the game a little bit easier and maybe not as frustrating. And like I said, like, I kind of like roguelike games, but I hate replaying things over and over yeah. and over again. So, like, I might play them for two hours and then go, mm, eh, I saw enough. And I, it's going to take me another ten hours to get farther. I don't want to yeah. play that. And so something like this really helps with that. To me, it would make, uh, like, I really liked Neon Chrome. Or is that right? Mm, neon. Mm. There is a Neon Chrome, but. It's mm. not that, though. That's that Contra game. Neon Abyss? Neon Abyss? It could be. It's a Game Pass game that is a roguelike, and it's cute, and it's fun, yeah. and I really enjoy it. And it does have an easy mode, which did make the game easier, but that it only made the game easier. And I think I would love something like this where I could just play that game and eventually beat it because it's it levels to my level yeah. of, of badness. Um, so that and uh, Children of Morta. I would love to have this in Children of Morta. So I don't know. You have thoughts, Dylan? Yeah, I I think this is a nice medium because, well, maybe God mode is fun when you just want to God mode things, but I think it completely obliterates the whole purpose of a game in which you're meant to play it over and over. Yeah. And I guess in Hades, like, there's a lot, I think, more than a game like, I don't know, in Dead Cells, there's reasons to keep playing it, I think, but, like, in Hades, you can you can get the gifts and then give them all to the gods, and they tell you different things. So yeah. it's like playing it once through and beating it really doesn't give you everything. So if you just turned on God mode and finished the game, like, well, you really didn't get the full experience. Absolutely. So I think, I think having a cumulative way that over time it helps you just get even better, I think is a really smart way of doing it rather than just saying, oh, the game's easy. Yep. Because the game's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be you battling out of the... Yeah, wherever in hell, I guess, yeah. for lack of a better term. But um, so I think that's I think that's smart. I think that's yeah. cool and I really kind like of flavory. Like for me, the game itself I think is like the perfect difficulty. But that's not for everybody. Some people probably find it easy, and then there's a ways to make it harder, and that's great. But then for some people, it's probably pretty hard, and yeah. then you can make it a little bit easier. But you still have to earn it, and I think yeah. that's I think that's cool. So. I've gotten to, I can get to the second boss pretty consistently, yeah. and I have not hit a point yet where I've actually turned this mode on. Like I've known about it for two or three weeks, yeah. and I haven't turned it on yet. Um, but I know that there will come a point yeah. in this game where I will, just because I've enjoyed the yeah. story enough that I want to see what there is. Like I want to see the end of that story. Right. So, and I I think the game does a good job at making you better anyway, though. So Agreed. you you might find that you don't get there because yep. you. Because every time you play, you do get stronger. And, like, I think that's something that I don't recognize a lot because I did play it, I don't know how long ago now. About it was a year. Cool. It was yeah. probably about a year ago, yeah. And I did, I didn't play it a lot, but I I got to that end pretty quickly. But I still got a lot of, like, upgrades. So my guy is kind of maxed out in the basic sense because you can, once you do that, then you can change and swap your skills and power those sure. ones up and have different things. And there's all kinds of stuff you can change. But when I jumped back in, I was already pretty powerful. So I didn't quite reintroduce myself like a new player. Sure. I kind of started off where I was kind of kicking butt 
pretty fast but then i'm still when i hit that third boss that's still like that's a huge challenge spike in the game like i can get to that point pretty easily um and i think i'm also playing with the sword and shield and i found or the sword yeah the sword 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 um sword sword and shield because the shield is a different weapon and i found the shield to be a very easy way to just crush the game um when i played it the last time when i equipped the shield i just ruined everything it was like it made it like easy mode for me it just (laughs) for whatever reason like however you could exploit it and kind of just like smash enemies or whatever Mm. but i haven't actually played with that since though so um i don't know how much has changed necessarily but it's a good game like i want to finish it because i think it might score pretty high game of the year for me yeah. Uh, it's a good it's, game. It's, it's really fun. Game. It's solid. So I recommend Hades. It's on the PC and the Switch right now. So think it's about a that. Steal. It's good. Well, I don't know. It's like twenty five bucks. So I don't know if it's a steal. That's but a steal. It's a good deal. It's especially it's when I got it for like ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I paid ten for it as well, yeah. <laughs> or fifteen maybe. So check that out. Uh, Phil Spencer was interviewed by Wired, and I thought it was just interesting because the Xbox, in theory, the Xbox Series X specifically, does support eight K resolution. And so Wired asked Phil Spencer, like, what do you think? Is, is like, 8K the, like, future of video games? And his actual quote is, I think 8K is an aspirational technology. The display capabilities of devices are not really there yet. I think we're years away from 8K being, if it ever is, a standard for video games. And I thought that was a very interesting quote from... And, like, this is going to go two ways. Like, either Phil Spencer is going to be right, and it's going to be... 10 years before 8K is something that is really feasible um, or feasible by the masses or this is going to be like that Bill Gates like you'll never need more than 640K of RAM quote Um, (laughs) could go either way but one thing like so one thing that interested me is I'm like you know 8K TVs like they exist Um, I actually was talking to Hans about this maybe two weeks ago and he's like yeah actually you can actually find 8K TVs all over um you know, I don't remember if he said Japan or China, but one of those two. Like, they are definitely there. He's seen them at trade shows and stuff. And I'm like, that's really interesting. And so I looked up, like, how many people in the U.S. have 4K TVs because they mm-hmm. seem pretty common They're to common. me. Like, yeah. yeah, I have one. I mean, you guys both have one. I think we actually all own the same TV, honestly. Um But, I mean, I've had one for five or six years now, and, you know, it seems like a lot of people I know do and whatever, but only 30 to 35% of households in the United States actually have a 4K TV, Um, and if you look at households with incomes under $50,000, it's like 9%. They, 4K TVs, yeah, 4K TVs, (laughs) Colby's punching above his weight, Um, 4K TVs are not... As, as common as you think common as you'd think they would be like there are a lot of people and i would guess that if you're a gamer there's probably you'd, a bigger chance that you have one right. if you're super into movies or media there's a big you chance you break have one. that down farther but but i would have guessed like before i looked it up that it was more like 60 or 70 percent um i mean i got a friend who doesn't have a tv really so at all it's that's like, the saddest yeah. in the world that he just does, it's not a part of his life like he just does not tv so I own more TVs than there are people in my house. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. It's uh, 
the other day the like Amazon has this 50 inch 4K TV and it goes on sale. It's an insignia. It goes on sale for like two hundred fifty dollars, like every three months. And every time it goes on sale, I'm God, like, "That's a good deal." It's such a good deal. And I'm like, "What do I need another four K TV for?" And then I'm like, "My office doesn't have a four K TV. Like it could <laughs> go right here. Like it'd be great." And then I can hook my Xbox up to it. And then I'm like, "No, Cliff, don't buy another TV." My bathroom doesn't have a four K TV. <sighs> I <laughs> so I have I have a like my living room, dining room kitchen are like kind of a great room right so i have my big tv my like 65 inch 4k tv in my living room but then at the end of my dining room i have a second tv for watching during dinner but like you can see both of them from anywhere in that entire room <laughs> so I, I don't probably need another tv but we'll, we'll i used see. to have two tvs in my room one to play video games and the other like watch like uh probably at the time baseball I remember so. that when you used to have the two TVs. I don't know. Every once in a while, I'll see like those, like those people that are like living the actual dream, like gamer couples, like where you know both the husband and wife love to game, and they have like the setup where they, you know, they have a two two TVs on two different walls, and then like couches that are you know L shaped from there, so they can play like co op games across the you know like yeah. through each other, and I'm like, that's that's what I want to have, but yeah. I'd have to divorce my wife first, and it's not. It's probably not worth you're, it. You're in too deep. I have to get a little bit quieter so she doesn't hear me when I say that. And when I yeah. say it's probably not worth it. She doesn't listen See, to the podcast, so it's fine. I think the only thing that really intrigues me about the potential of 8K gaming is the fact that you could actually have split screen with a reasonable side size screen and resolution, I think. To me, so you like, might the actually be it, able to get a big enough TV. Like, And I think that's the thing. is like 8K gaming really interests me when I'm talking about like a 120-inch TV. Yeah. But, like, where am I going to put, I mean, right. it's, 120 inch TV is twice the size of of my current TV, essentially, right? But because of the way TV dimensions work, that means it's actually it's, almost four times right. the size. <laughs> so, Because well, I realized that my TV is pretty big, but now that Kate is obsessed with Borderlands 3 and yeah, we're playing yeah. it all the time, when it's split screen, it is still very hard to yeah. see. And it's... Part of it is it's Borderlands and there's just way too much on the screen going yep. on at any moment that it's like your eyes are just burning trying to keep up. But like, I wish I had a bigger TV now. See that now it's Should've time. Should have got Dylan. the eighty-nine hundred inch. So see now's the time, Dylan, to get your second TV and your second Xbox, and then yeah, exactly. get the get the crossways gaming going. That's you're well, living that's, the dream, Dylan. That's the next step when the new Xbox comes out. I you're living the, the dream that one. I can only live via divorce or murder. Yeah, I'll get the new one, and then we'll have another one. And that's then. the way to do it. And then get the two hundred fifty dollar five fifty inch four K TV. Yeah. Exactly. God, it's perfect, Dylan. Yeah, I'm so jealous. All right, uh, so we've talked a bunch recently about the wrong way to sell hardware. Um, as we know, the Xbox d- did it the wrong way. The PlayStation did it slightly even more wrong than the Xbox did. At least Xbox gave you a time to show up. The PlayStation was just like, uh, not now, I guess. Um, the GeForce cards, uh, the NVIDIA 3... 70, 380, whatever, 3080, whatever, uh, did it the wrong way where they all sold out in like four minutes to bots from Newegg. Um, there's a lot of wrong ways to do it. We spent a while talking about the right way to do it. It looks like EVGA, which is a, if you're not familiar, they are a graphics card manufacturer, has actually figured out the right way to sell the new RTX 3080. So essentially what you do is you will go to their website and find the product that you want, which is going to be the, you know, 
<clears throat> EVGA RTX 3080 and hit the notify button. And then once that is in stock, um, they just go to the next person on that list. So that list could be a thousand people long and they choose person number one and they send them an email and say, hey man, do you want to buy a EVGA 3080? And if you say yes within the next five hours, then you get to buy that card. And if you don't say yes, then they just go to the next person on that list and so on and so on and so on until everyone has the card they want. And assuming that they're not doing anything stupid like sending that, you know, five-hour notification out at 3 a.m., this is a pretty good system. And they're saying that uh, they should be able to get everyone through the end of the year and that they expect it to, to work really well. And that seems like for hardware that is difficult to get a pretty good reasonable system and you're, you don't have to worry about the store not working because a thousand people are trying to go to it's like you know hey we release 200 of them 200 people come to the store they buy their stuff or they don't and we give it to the next 200 and I, I think that's a good idea do you guys think that's a good idea seems great i like it, it. it seems like whatever they're not doing is better than you know right yeah. <laughs> anyway so good good guy evgi like you guys finally facebook <laughs> like Facebook, I'm gonna I'm gonna start out this we this can't little thing. Do anything about genocides, but we'll take care of fake militias for you. Currently, it is very easy to go on Facebook and probably join a group for the Southwest Missouri militia, Michigan Rising, the Michigan Whitetail militia, and the Southern Texas State militia. Just go and join a, a right wing militia group, and you'll be fine. No worries at all. But there was a brief time, just just for a moment, uh, where Facebook cracked down on on militia groups, and I don't know. They, I think they also said they were going to crack down on QAnon and you know a bunch of other kind of extremist groups on Facebook because they were just spreading mostly hate and lies. And uh, some guys that are in a Fallout seventy six military role playing. Facebook group woke up one day and were like, that's weird. Why can't we log into our Facebook group? And so they, they managed to like text each other and none of them could log into their, their Facebook group. And, uh, it turns out it's because apparently the algorithms and manual review folk that Facebook uses can't tell the difference between a bunch of dudes who get together in fallout 76 and, play militia and real life people that play militias in the backwoods of Michigan and Montana. Um, a Facebook spokesperson apologized for the mix up and said that maybe automation was to blame. We have both AI that detects these groups as well as 15,000 human content reviewers. In case you're wondering, being one of those 15,000 human content reviewers is probably the worst job in the entire oh world gosh. outside of like working at a slaughterhouse. Um, but occasionally groups removed in air, they said. If we detect a group is connected to a dangerous organization, we re may remove the group and associated admin profiles are disabled. So, like, I mean, I guess props to Facebook for trying. Like, they they tried. And, and they should get, like, a like a, like a high five that you kind of miss for that. Like, you know, you've given those high fives before where you just kind of, like, brush each other's pinkies awkwardly. That's the kind of high five that I think Facebook Dude. gets for this. Do you say like thumbs up to your role playing because it was convincing? I believe I, I think the real heroes here, Dylan. You are absolutely right. Is uh, what was the name of their group? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, shoot. Now I can't find it. Anyway, yes. The Free States Militia, which is the Fallout 76 uh, militia group, props to them because those are some those are some good LARPers there. Like, they've, they've got their... Their stuff together. I guess they're LARPing in game. I don't. I don't know exactly how that works. Good for them though. That's a that's a role playing server you can be proud of. Colby and I played in a role playing server one time in uh, Star Wars Galaxies, like the server oh, yeah. we played on. And there was a dude was who awesome. played as like. Do you remember his name? He played as like a Chewbacca character. Yeah, but like a dumb one. Yeah, like super dumb one. But but was also like super smart when he yeah. wasn't role playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most interesting dude in the world. Like he like was mostly it, was answered- it Gronk could be Gronk. Like, if it wasn't Gronk, it would have made sense. Mm. Playing a role-play server is going to be a lot of fun. All right, questions. Dylan, you're back. So you didn't get to do news, but you can do this. Mm. Hey, yo, Vinny. You got some news? No. Maybe? No news. I don't know. Vinny's question. He wants to know, what would be a great horror game to play to celebrate the month of October, a.k.a. Halloween, a.k.a. the best holiday? We can argue about that part later. Anyway, what's your what's your favorite horror game? What's your what's your favorite <sighs> video game horror game? I liked Doom Three, the scary one. That's I've never not played like Doom the 3. rest of the Dooms that are just like ah, shoot the demons. Doom Three is like you can't see unless you have your flashlight out. I, you know the well, funny so, thing is, so you must have played it afterwards because originally Doom Three did not have a flashlight. Yeah, it uh, Doom Three was <laughs> when it came out originally was horrifyingly criticized for being insanely dark. That's yeah. that's, a, that's a very interesting take. As as someone who beat Doom Three without a flashlight, I go, "Wow, that was a really bad game. That was really dark. That mostly like I'm like I'm walking down a hall. There's going to be something that comes up behind me, and lo and behold, a magic door would open behind me, and the guys would pop out, and I'm like, be real nice if I had a flashlight because I can't see a damn thing. That's super funny. Yeah. I only played it on Xbox, so I assume yep. once. Yeah, but it was on the PC first. Yeah, yep. that's interesting. So, that's super interesting. Yeah. I I love those kinds of things where just like generationally they. I that's know, crazy. They didn't even have a flashlight. It was so it dark, not, man. It was so it's dark. so dark. But like, the atmosphere is great. Like yeah. it is. It is scary. I remember Especially trying to play when that. you can't see things until you whip your flashlight out, and you're like, "Now I can't shoot the thing because my flashlight's out." I remember trying to play that game and just like increasing the gamma a lot, <laughs> so you could like see what was going on. That's a good call, though, Dylan. I like that. That's a it's a little um, bit out of left field. How about you, call? The original oh, fear is also yes. very scary. Yeah, I think Vinny's probably young enough that he probably has not played the original Fear or Doom Three. I would also I mean, say uh, if he's not played Dead Space, Dead Space Dead, is a good. And Dead good Space call. is the real is the real answer. God, Fear is so good. That is one of the only games I've ever played that has actually made me like That's, scream out loud a little yeah. bit. I think between Fear, Doom Three, and um, Dead Space, Dead I think Space. those are really the only games I would actually say are kind of scary. I don't scare easily, sure. but like those ones are pretty creepy. So, how about you, Cole? I enjoyed Outlast, but I am going to go with Alien vs. Predator Two. Yeah, I have heard great things about both those, and I have played neither of them. So, yeah. like uh, specifically the Space Marine uh, campaign in Alien vs. Predator Two, because it is a lot of you've got the little uh, radar gun, sure. and you know you you see them coming towards you, and you're like, I don't see them, and then you realize that they're coming, you know, under the floor, yeah, out of the ceiling. the ceiling. It's it's it does suspense really well. 
I want to play try and play Observer this month. That's supposed to be pretty good. Um, it's by the same people who made Layers of Fear, I believe, oh, nice. the Blue Team. Um, and Layers of Fear is also excellent. It's not scary, really. There's like one really good jump scare in that game, um, but the rest of it's just kind of psychological horror. That's a that's a good one to play too. Uh, and that's actually free this month on Twitch Prime if you don't already own it. So check that out. I think I really thought it was. Yeah, there it is. It's free on Twitch Prime. Uh, uh, Deacon, my friend Rich, wants to know, what with Xbox and PlayStation coming out with new quote-unquote traditional consoles, does this mm-hmm. Doom... Uh, I almost said Doom Online like it was a game. Does this Doom Online gaming like Stadia, or do you think it's just a matter of online gaming um, getting delayed, arguably, till it's actually more playable with our th- without lag? Um, delayed. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I... I am beginning to think that, like, I think Stadia is done. Like, Stadia... <laughs> I think Stadia was done, like, six oh months ago. Yeah, Stadia took their shot and just missed. I think that um, Project xCloud is probably going to eat its lunch once it gets a little bit wider release. But I'm also beginning to think that maybe... What I thought cloud gaming for isn't exactly what cloud gaming is for. Like, it's not going to probably. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever going to get Stadia as an alternative to getting a gaming PC. I think people are going to use cloud gaming as a way to extend their gaming to other devices when they aren't in front of their computer. Yeah. See, um, I really thought that Stadia was going to be cool for people that didn't want to buy a computer yep. and could PC game at home, except the problem is it's not a PC. It is its own device that yep. cannot play with their friends that have PCs. So it didn't fulfill that gap at all, so I don't know if it really had a fair shot because I really thought, like, hey, that's actually cool because like, I, know f- I know people that would be like, hey, I'd kind of like to play that. Everyone's playing games. That looks fun. Yeah. But they're not going to go out and build a PC. Like, it's too expensive. Yeah. Like it seems like such a great option for people that that might want to PC game and don't want or have the space for a PC yep. and a monitor and all that stuff. Yeah, I think that XCloud may be successful in that realm just because it's so cheap that you can get it for fifteen bucks a month and it includes hundreds of games. Yeah. Um, maybe successful there. Um, I'm interested in the like the Amazon's Luna just because it is relatively inexpensive and you do get games with it like if they play that one right and those games do work with other pcs that might work as well um i've been doing a lot of x uh stream link i think it's called steam link sorry um the where you stream from your pc to your phone like i've been doing that every night for like between like 15 and 45 minutes playing through black the fall and like that is great and I wish I'd thought about doing that sooner because it's so easy just to like, I just keep a controller and my little like clippity thing that clips onto the controller upstairs and I just clip my phone into it and I play for 20 minutes and it lets me get a little gaming time in before I go to bed. It's going to let me get through, you know, probably three, four, five more games a year than I would have otherwise. And I kind of wonder if that's going to be the use for, for things like xCloud where, you know, I want to play it upstairs where I don't have a, an Xbox. I want to play it, you know 
on the bus where I don't have an Xbox. Like that kind of where you think the Switch was going to. I mean, where the Switch really did work. So I think it's still. I think it's still a thing, and I don't know if it's necessarily delayed because I don't know if it's going to actually like replace other gaming. I think it might supplement other gaming, except in very specific situations. So I don't know. I am excited to try it more. That's what I know. Uh, Princess Megan is, uh, we're, we're in level 10 of Jumanji, and this is Jumanji colon Hollow Scream edition, which I liked a lot. I really enjoyed that. Uh, what are your predictions for the next 25 days? Actually, probably only 23 days, because it's now the 7th. Uh, taking into account the last day will be a holiday, blue moon, and the end of daylight savings time. I don't think that's actually true. I thought the end of daylight savings time was actually November 7th this year. Maybe she means, like, the end of it. It's just going to go away. Could be. I, you know, they actually voted to make it go away in, in Washington. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but that'd be, that'd be nice. I can never do daylight savings again. That'd be all right. What do you think is going to happen in October? We've had, um, obviously, coronavirus. We've had uh, those murder hornets. The murder hornets are back in Washington and, and bigger than ever. <laughs> They're terrifying. We've had uh, the deer with nunchucks. We had zombie, or no, a bear with nunchucks. We've had zombie deer, like... What what's gonna what will October bring for us? What do you guys think? Also, did you guys see the the fattest bear competition that ended this week? Yeah, yeah. It's a the it was won by bear. a bear named Seven Forty Seven. He was a big old chonker bear, and I love it. Anyway, what do you guys think is gonna happen in the delightful month of October? Go ahead, Dylan. Do you have ideas? I nothing. It's just going to be, no, the Headless Horseman. I think you are going to see a child somewhere grievously harmed by some person who thought they had a really clever idea of how you can hand out candy during coronavirus. Mm, and it's going to like, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be like... Gun. Yeah, like something like that or something like it's motorized. Snickers implanted in their head. Yeah, it's going to like take off a hand. Someone's going to lose an eye. Yeah, I, that's that's my prediction is that someone is going to be harmed with trick-or-treating because someone didn't just want to leave like a bowl of Snickers out and wanted to make some sort of like mechanized thing where like a skeleton throws it at kids. That's that's my prediction. So do you know what the Hanford site is? I do not. So it's a, like, nuclear production complex that is in Washington. State? Yes. Oh, no. Um, and um, kind of leaks nuclear stuff a, a lot. Um, like, it leaked into the Columbia River. Please tell me like it's that. in eastern Washington. Um, it is in Benton County. I do not know where that is. Dylan went to school here. Do you know where Benton County is? Um, I would go with, that sounds like, um, I'm really good at guessing this just based on what they sound like. I'm going to go with Southern, I would go Southeast. So I've looked it up now. Would you consider, uh, I I think this is like the, what do they call it? The Tri-City area? Is that like down by Yakima? Hey, I'm going to go with that's a pretty solid southeastern Washington. Yeah. Woo! That's yeah. a winner, right. winner for me. Cool. All right. So Yakima area between Yakima so, and Walla Walla. Leaking radioactive material. Good. Yeah, great. Murder hornets. 
Oh no! Thank God. I mean, radioactive murder hornets. What I will it's also say on the Columbia River. The only thing that is going to save us from radioactive murder hornets call is the murder hornets are towards Canada, and this is like the opposite way. Well, they'll good get there eventually. Oh man. I, like, do I don't know if you know this, Cliff, but um, hornets fly. I know, and they're huge, so they probably have, like, we're screwed. I will also, so in the 70s, I think it was, and I don't know if it, it wasn't Douglas Proving Grounds. It was somewhere out there in Utah. Um, the Where's the place they do chemical stuff out there? Is that Douglas? Douglas Proving Grounds, yeah. So it was in the 70s or 80s, like, a bunch of sheep died. Um and it was just like this farmer and he's yeah. like hey all my sheep died and they're like wow that's weird and he's like i don't know it, it did something leak out of there because like all of them just died at once and like I, it seems like maybe it was some sort of nerve agent and they're like no we wouldn't <laughs> let you know if it was that it totally wasn't that and then like i don't know a decade later they're like it was totally that like whoopsie doodle um so i don't know there's also the chance that we just all get nerve gassed because of a whoopsie doodle yeah I, I think they have alarms now but you know i think they had alarms back then they went off and they went whoopsie doodle oh no and they're, and they're like luckily it was just sheep and not you know Tawilla. So. <laughs> all right weapon man says create an oceans 11 style team to steal a planet destroying weapon from kratos why does kratos have a, a planet destroying weapon no well, one she's angry you should not have given that to him the team must consist of only kid friendly mascots which i thought was delightful um, it does oh. not say they have to be video game mascots, so my first choice is going to be Grimace. <laughs> Ooh. I, I'm Ooh, that's just a gonna, good one. No, 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 Cliff. Just the Hamburglar. He just goes in and steals it. It feels like cheating. I mean, was he a successful burglar? No, I, mean, I don't think so. He always did, got caught by Mary McCheese. Did he burgle McCheese. well? Always got caught by Mary McCheese. Got when, thrown in that weird Grimace jail that they had in the... No, that was a Mary McCheese jail. I thought it was a Grimace jail. No, because you were inside Mary McCheese's head. Oh. Colby and I yeah. are talking about something that only we know about. At the McDonald's that was by our house growing oh, up. Oh, no, had... it's, it was other McDonald's, too. Oh, I'm I sure, think, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm thinking we're talking about something that only people above the age of, like, 35 will remember. <laughs> so the McDonald's by our house, um, back before they, like, I don't know, sanitized and commoditized all McDonald's play areas into weird things just full of ball pits. Ours was this strange collection of like outdoor fun. And there was a giant Mayor McCheese that had like this like shaft with his head on top of it. And you'd climb up the shaft and inside his head was like a jail. It's it was crazy. very strange. It was back when they're like, hey, what should we build all of this stuff out of? They're like, I don't know. What about metal? That doesn't like, I don't know get hot during the summer doesn't no, they're like i don't fine. know screw it absolutely fine all right so we've got grimace we've got mayor or we've got grimace and a hamburglar um can we can we add crazy craving to that i don't know what that is but yes he is the the wacky haired thing from honeycomb cereal oh absolutely then how about the noid the Noid I goes in there. I do love the Noid. Yep, from... Um, My grandma has a giant Noid statue. Little Caesars, and and that was a video was game Domino's character. Cliff. Oh, shoot, you're right. I, I apologize. My favorite reason, uh, or my favorite thing ever, is why they got rid of the Noid. I, it's because a guy went crazy and, like, killed someone or kidnapped someone, right? Uh, he might have done both. Uh, yeah, he, whatever. He took some hostages because um, his name was the Noid. Yeah. Uh, his, his last name was Noid, I believe. Yeah. So up yeah. to four... Um, um, I like the Mariner's Moose. 
Oh, the Mariner's Moose is very good. That's fine. That's a good, that's a good mascot. We need a wild card, and since we're doing um, mascots, what about Gritty? Gritty. I bet you him, like, honestly, really, probably or the only ones you need are Gritty and the Hamburglar together. The Philly Fanatic. What about the round... one from the Philadelphia uh, hockey team? I don't know the one from the hockey team. Look it up. It's crazy. All Is right. it better than the Fanatic? What if we just give the Fanatic it's some It's like the Fanatic, him... but like the one that didn't make the team. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's now the mascot of the hockey Is team. It, is that like their NHL team? Yeah. All right. So his... Oh, Flyers? no. Well, that's No, that's because that's gritty. Oh, okay. That's gritty. Yeah, yeah that's gritty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like looked it up. I'm like, well, that's just gritty. Okay, so we have <laughs> one more. Um... See, like, that's the, funny. I didn't realize. Was, I didn't realize what his name was. The, the funny, like, you would go with like Mario, but Mario would be horrible. Like every time he jumps, he goes woohoo! You know, and <laughs> you don't want that. Uh, I'm thinking um, the Seven Up spot what to it, round out our like group of mascots that no one under the age of thirty knows. How about um, what was the moon shaped guy from McDonald's? Oh, um, because that for some reason has been taken over by like the alt right. So maybe we can take it back. Excellent. I forgot about him. Max Hedrum. He can was, we? Was, n- no, not Max Hedrum. To, I don't think to, he was really a mascot though. To keep it a uh, semi-local again, can we get the Sonics mascot? Which one? Who is? He's is, just Sasquatch. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, he I don't exist, know why he doesn't exist anymore, Dylan. <laughs> the Seattle SuperSonics uh, Sasquatch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I think this is great. It, like, it makes sense. I love all of these. It's perfect. Uh, okay. Do we have eleven I like, yet? I, I think of, you actually. I think there was only seven in Ocean's Eleven, wasn't there? It doesn't even make sense. I like how none of these have like a special like ability or anything. We're just like, no, what if mascots. we just chose like a bunch of mascots and just kind of let them? Colby, they're let them go. all special in their own way. That's that's true. That's true. Uh, my son uh, Carter, whose handle right now is Pumpkin Pumpkino Trouble eighty eight. I don't know. Uh, someone was fired from a jail for playing Baby Shark on a loop to torture prisoners, and he wants to know what song would you use to torture inmates? Does Baby that Shark. Mean that my <laughs> that my kid was torturing me. Absolutely, yes. Colby. Because I mean, like, I eventually just tuned it out. Yeah, but. absolutely. Um. Hmm. So, I mean, if we're going to go with kids It doesn't things, have to be. Oh, I know it doesn't have yeah. to be, but uh, there's a guy on YouTube whose name is Matt, and he just does really bad songs. Oh. Um, he, he's like Blippi, <laughs> but worse. Matt. That sounds um, terrible. And Blippi's already pretty, pretty bad, bad, so, I mean... Um, I'm quite fond of the Chipmunks Christmas album, but I imagine if you just looped it... Um, yeah people wouldn't be able to take that. I don't know, man. I really like the Chipmunks. I used to have a bunch of like Chipmunks albums, Me and too. I really like them a lot, honestly. So I, I, I don't disagree with you, but yeah. I'm just wondering how many times you can actually listen to it. Probably not many. Um, I would say any... Tiptoe through the tulips, just mm-hmm. over and over. That's Tim. One. I would yeah. say any Kids Bop album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's terrible pop made, made worse, worse by the fact that it's a kids' <laughs> there, bop album. There was a, and it wasn't a kids' bop. It was, um, oh, not Hannah Montana, girl. Um, who who was Lizzie McGuire? Uh, Christy Carlson Romano? No, uh, that no. was the chick from 
she was uh, Kim Possible. Um, yeah. Shoot, I can picture her in my head. Uh, I'm looking her up. Hillary Duff. Yeah, Hillary Duff. Duff did a, a, co- a cover of uh, My Generation by the Who. Oh yeah, hope I die but, before I hope I don't die before I get old. <laughs> yeah, changed it from hope I die before I get old to hope I don't die before I get old. So yeah, thanks Disney, we appreciate that. How many uh, times can you listen to Tub Thumping? I actually kind of like that song, so there there probably is a an amount. I'm just, I'm just wondering, like at some point, you can only get knocked down so many, many times. times. Like, I'm just imagining that that phrase is going to drive you. Crazy. I will not get back up again. Dude, what about because Cotton it was Joe? it was on the World Cup '98 soundtrack, um, a soccer game on the N64, <laughs> and I know I heard it there a lot because hey. every time you'd load it up, it would you'd get knocked down, but you'd get up again. again. But you're never going to keep me down. Remember, Cliff, when... Was it Brian that worked at D-Media? Oh, my God. Do you remember when he listened to um, that Evanescent song for six hours straight? Straight. Without no headphones, headphones on? on? Yep. He did the same wow. thing to a Stained song, and it wasn't the good Stained song <laughs> either. They only have one. Um, no, there's a lot of good Stained songs. Is there? So oh, um, I'm not saying that there are not other good songs by Stained. Like I, I actually quite like Stained. Uh, I meant that they have like one single, and it was not that song. They probably have two singles. I think it might have been the second one. They have. A, I think they have a lot of. Singles. Do they? Yeah. yeah. I. I mean, they're great. Like I don't. I don't have any problem with Stained. They're yeah. they're a fine band. I think they're the better Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Less religious. More talented. I can get behind <laughs> that. Um, edgier yeah definitely edgier I, I think the strangest thing and this might not mean anything to you Dylan but um, I read an interview one time with the the guitar player from Stained and he listed his one of his primary influences as Harry Chapin which I thought was very strange if you're you're probably not familiar with Harry no. Chapin but he's the guy that sings Cats in the Cradle um, okay. <laughs> I once I once read a I don't know some white rapper dude who did not make it big but uh, an interview with him and he also listed one of his like uh, you know people that he you know listened to the most is Harry Chapin and it was very strange yeah. I will tell you that Harry Chapin is in my top five favorite artists of all time he's an incredible yeah, singer songwriter yeah. storyteller so if you've never never deep dove into Harry Chapin maybe now's See, this, the time this seems to go full circle here it, he actually all has my a song called circle. circle so yes it absolutely makes sense uh, all right uh, Christmas Icon wants to know what game do you wish you could be in the room where the game was first thought of. So bug on a wall for a, a game pitch. Colby? Untitled goose game. Oh, jeez. So there's a goose. You're like, yes. I, I, I'm like 85% sure. Like, I could be wrong, but I think that game was actually, like, you actually could have been on the wall because I think the entire thing happened via, like, Twitter or on a podcast <laughs> or something. Like, it really was one of those, like, It was uh, like what? Tusk. Yeah. Like, it, it, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. It was like Tusk where, like, someone threw out this crazy idea and they're like, well, wait a minute. Like, I could be wrong, but I think that Untitled Goose Game was actually one of those. So, um, See, I want to be there the moment that someone, like, moved a slider too far and Gang Beast was there. Absolutely. Because I'm sure it was like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> like that's a game. I, I think, like, my real answer would probably be, like, Doom. Like, I would love to have been... I would love to have been able to watch like early '90s Doom get made, just because that game was so kind of revolutionary. Early ID stuff. Uh, my probably joke answer would be like BMX XXX, or no, that just like the start of that starts with. 
uh-huh. and then like, okay, guys, I got an idea. Yeah, BMX uh, like, with boobs. Yeah, the new Leisure Suit Larry game. I mean, you already <laughs> sold me, so um, would be probably kind of interesting because I want to hear like someone justify how that game is going to work in like, the guy game. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um, I think. I think Check's Quest. Check's <laughs> Quest, absolutely. Although I think we all know the story behind that one. So, um, I, but any of those games that are just like, you know, honestly, um, shoot, what's the name of that game? Uh, Dante's Inferno. Like, <laughs> I want to be the person that was like, they're like, okay, so what's going to happen is we're going to have this giant naked goddess demon, and and like the the like ads are going to come out of her nipples, and and the other person go like. All right, yeah, that, that tracks. I think that's fine. Yeah, sounds like a good so, idea. Yeah, Run with the so. Bob. Anyway, there's so many good games that you could you could like ask that question for. Um, okay, so you guys both have the show notes up, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So one of the most interesting things about this next question for me is not actually the question as to whether you like uh, how you like this particular thing. It's I know where this is going, and I know you do too because we've had this conversation before. Reese's. Yes. It's how do you pronounce Reese's Pieces, right? And so I say Reese's. You say Reese's too, Cole, right? Yeah. Every single person in Washington State says Reese's, and I don't understand why. Dylan, do you know why? Because they come in a bag? I don't know why. Uh, Yes. You can get a bag of Reese's Pieces, and it's so weird to me. And, like, like, I won't say I've lived extensively other places, but I've never heard another soul outside of Washington State say Reese's. So what I need to know... So the thing is, I hear people from elsewhere say oh, Reese's Pieces. I, I absolutely believe that it is not yeah. exclusive to here, but what I need to know, I need people in our podcast to tell me... Like, maybe I'll put yeah. up a, a poll or something? I don't know. Yeah. I need to know if you say Reese's, which I think is correct, or Reese's. I'm very well, yeah, interested. It's in this. Reese. It belongs to Reese. It's Reese's, right? Because <laughs> you don't say Reese. He's not Reese. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. People in Washington yeah. also have no ability to pronounce the um, Southern Utah National Park Zion. Um, they want it to be like Zion should be pronounced like you say lion. <laughs> they make it way cooler. <laughs> Zion. <laughs> it sounds like it's like some sort of. Sp- Space opera. You can blame the Scion <laughs> car guess. for that. They they go real anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but the funny thing is, is uh, a guy I work with who's from Washington D.C. He's from back east. The other day said that he went to Zion, and I was like, "All right, buddy, have fun." Lion, lion, Zion. Where's lion. that? Anyway, do you guys prefer Reese's cups or Cup. Reese's pieces? Cup. Yeah, absolutely, cup or cup. At least f- at least four cups at a dark time. horse here. What about the Reese's cups with the pieces inside? I don't think those are very good. Like they're not bad, but I don't think they really add a lot. Yeah. What do you think about the white chocolate Reese's cups? Love them. Same. Oh, all the Reese's yeah. are good. Yeah. yeah. The dark like, chocolate ones are uh, I don't like dark chocolate that the, much to be honest. The they made mint Oh wait, no, those were Kit Kats that were the dark chocolate. I've mint. had non-Reese's dark chocolate peanut butter cups that are very good. Yeah, I just don't like dark chocolate yeah. that much. Like they're yeah. fine. Um, I've had a lot. Yeah, like I don't think Reese's are also the, like, you know, the pinnacle of what a cupped shape piece of chocolate stuffed with peanut butter can be. Like there are there are better options. So, 
Um, yeah, absolutely. Cups. Have you guys had him chilled? Because everyone, like when oh yes, when Hans dropped this in the chat, everyone's like, "Oh my god, put him in the freezer!" And I'm like, "Huh?" Like I don't know if they've ever lasted my house long enough to actually get into the freezer. Yeah, so. that involves. Usually, when I'm buying them, I'm buying them to eat them, so they don't really yeah. make it to the freezer. But yes, they're very good if they are. Chilled. I'm interested. I'm gonna have to try that. Anyway, yeah, Reese's cup. I mean, any candy if you chill it is good. It's still candy. Mm. I don't think Snickers are good chilled. Oh yeah, because they have Snickers ice. It cream. Makes Snickers <laughs> ice cream is dope. <laughs> I miss being able to go to the freezer at work and get one of those. Yeah, it absolutely makes Three Musketeers better. I agree. All right, uh, cheap free games uh, this week. This week, yes, uh, Epic Games is giving away Abzu, which is one of my favorite games of all time. It is the game that made me fall in love with Austin Winery's music. So, highly recommend getting Abzu. He's like, so gonna eventually get like some sort of um, Austin Winery tattoo. No, I was going to say he was going to get some sort of, like, uh, (laughs) restraining order order against you. Absolutely. It is just a matter of time. Um, Anyway, Abzu is also a very good game. It... uh, it's about three and a half hours long, three hours long. Kind of a walking sim. I really enjoyed it. You get to play with fish. And then a game called Rising Two, Rising Storm 2 Vietnam, which I have never heard of. Um, it is a take on Vietnam. It's a 64-player multiplayer match, 20-plus maps, U.S. Army and Marines, a bunch of things I don't know what they mean. Uh, one of those is Viet- VC, so you're probably... One of those is Viet Cong, maybe? I don't know. 50 weapons, Venture four capitalist. flyable helicopters, mines, traps, and tunnels. Brutal, authentic, gritty character customization. I don't know how any of these things fit together. This is the worst written game description ever. But anyway, it's free on the Epic Game Store, so grab that. I mean, it makes that? 100% sense, Cliff. Does it? Yeah. Oh, Rising Storm. Got it. No, when you say brutal, authentic, gritty character customization, that makes sense to you? <laughs> that does not <laughs> no, make that, sense. No, that, it's brutal. Authentic, gritty, and then there's also character customization. I guess. I, it seems like they kind of like <laughs> it is a dribbled weird, off I'm there at on, the end. I'm on both of your sides. Uh, those are both free in the Epic Game Store. Uh, PlayStation Now, which we often forget about, but I looked it up this month because go me, uh, is giving away Days Gone, that relatively new-ish, sort of supposed to be okay zombie game uh, out of Bend, Oregon. Um, they're also giving away Medieval which is supposed to be pretty good. Um, Friday the 13th, that asymmetric kill people game. Uh, Trini 3, uh, The Nightmare Prince, and Rad. Colby liked Rad a lot. So I liked Rad. Yeah, you can get all those on PlayStation Now. On Twitch Prime this month, you can pick up Dead Age, Surf World Series, Layers of Fear, which I highly recommend. Silver Chains, um, Darkside Detective, which I have not played, but I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Does that count for anything? Yes. Soundtracks by Ben Prunty. Very good. He's my second favorite video game composer. You know, because people have those, as I think. Uh, Dark Side Detective. And then finally, Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl, which is um, the free, like, 8-bit, 16-bit, like, companion to the Jay and Silent Bob, uh, like, kick him up beat-em-up game that's coming out. I'm actually a Kickstarter backer So there's of a companion game to the game? Yeah, yeah, and I don't know why they did it. Like it, I don't remember if it was I a mean, Kickstarter reward or Curse whatever. Curse the Blood Moon was kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know why it happened. I don't know if they just like needed something to sell in the meantime or whatever. I actually own a copy of it. I have not played it yet. I keep meaning to it. I've never gotten around to it. So it looks fun, though. It looks real fun. It's short. I think it's like an hour or two long. Uh, Small Bites, finally, to wrap up this week. Um, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 
which like I think you're putting this in troll corner. What it's, did I say? It's not a small bite. It is not a small bite. It is the opposite of a small bite. It's a big honking. Like it's if you ever taken a bite of something and like immediately regretted it, like, oh my god, I don't know how I'm gonna swallow this. No, but yes. can, can it we, was actually a leech. No, you can. Can you give me the audio for that? I question? will absolutely not give you the audio for this. Um, so the other day, like this is unrelated, but sort of related to the big bite thing. Um, uh, my son Carter had to get a thing to for school, and it had to be like numbers based. Like it was like pick a bunch of numbers that are related to you in some way. And so you know, you start out with like the super obvious thing, like you know, the year you're born, blah blah blah. And but he was having a, he had to come up with like ten. And so finally, my wife was like, "How many marshmallows can you fit in your mouth?" And, uh, and that's how Carter died because no it, one knows how to do the Heimlich. <laughs> and so so Carter could fit about forty, which I thought was pretty forty yeah, small ones. Yeah, the small ones. Mini marshmallows? Okay. Well, okay. That makes so, more sense. That's different. So how many how many marshmallows do you think you could fit in your mouth? Like mini yeah, marshmallows? Yeah, like mini marshmallows. I have no idea. Just like guess. I, I mean, gotta figure my mouth's bigger than Carter's. So way bigger than Carter's, yeah. Sixty five, I don't know. So I fit hundred and twenty in my mouth. Okay. Um <laughs> and I probably could have probably could have fit Packed a couple. Yeah, like there. I would assume, like the actual capacity is like one thirty, one forty. But w- as you're stuffing your mouth full of marshmallows, you like realize two things because it's not like like you. It takes a minute or two to stuff one hundred and twenty marshmallows in your mouth. Um, you realize two things: that one is if you do anything wrong from like a breathing perspective, you're going to die. Um, Long story short, Cliff has a marshmallow stuck in his sinus, and if anyone is a doctor, that'd be great. Um, the other thing you realize is either you're going to have to spit out 120 marshmallows, or you're going to have to figure out a way to eat 120 marshmallows that are already in your mouth. Did also, you spit those out like a fire breather? Also, no, because they get gross and slimy. Also, eating 120 marshmallows in the span of about 30 seconds does not sit very well, to be honest. Well, that's so. loser talk, Cliff. Like, I mean, I've, I did I've it. I polished off most of a bag of marshmallows by myself. Yeah, but like, but I'm saying like there's a difference between like sitting around eating a bag of marshmallows to just eating like half a bag of marshmallows uh, in one uh, bite. When I get the big ones, I just shove like four in my mouth. And, God, I love marshmallows. Yeah. I didn't eat marshmallows for like 15 years because they're not vegetarian, and I regret all 15 of those years. So... Anyway, long story short, I can fit 120-ish marshmallows in my mouth. Um, give it a try sometime. It's fun. Uh, oh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare <laughs> is not a small bite. It is, in fact, in Troll Corner. Um, so if you're not familiar with this game, it includes like a single-player campaign, the co-op special ops mode, um, a-, a live service battle royale mode in Warzone, it's it's a chonkin' game, right? So when it was first released, it was a hundred and seventy-five megs or hundred and seventy-five gigs, which is very large. Um an August update pushed it to just over two hundred gigs, and now they released a a new update that makes it so it will not fit on a two hundred and fifty gigabyte SSD. You have to have a half a gig SSD to install this game. On the console, you can install any of those pieces individually. On on uh, Origin, I believe is where it is at, you cannot. Uh, you have to... Battle. Oh, Battle.net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to install all 250 gigs of that game. That's... Like, I have a pretty high data cap, 
And until recently, that would have been a quarter of my data cap for a yeah. month. That's wild. That's ridiculous. And it's like, the thing is, like, that size hard drive is reasonable. And to not be able to put a single game uh-huh. on it is kind of unreasonable. I mean, that means that that would, I guess. That would not fit on either of the SSDs I have. I have two. <laughs> yeah. um, and it would not fit on either of them. And that is... Oh no, that's actually true. I'm sorry. My second my second SSD is a 500 gig one, yeah. but it would still take up over half of my 500 gig SSD. I don't want to play Call of Duty that bad. That's the that's the the lot. long story of that. So like, I mean, you know, whatever. All right, that's gonna wrap up us for this week because I gotta go get dinner. Uh, this is this Woo. is Bite Me Podcast. You can Woo. follow us online at bitemepodcast.com. You can find out... Man, I should have talked about Extra Life earlier. Oh, well. You can join our Extra Life team where we're going to help the kids in uh, just Woo. a couple days. It's actually 10 days from today. Uh, on, Whoa. I know, right? It's getting close. Register, Dylan. Uh, it's going to happen September... I'm sorry, October 17th and 18th. And uh, we're going to raise $6,000 for kids-ish. We're at about Woo. a grand now. We're, we're going to make that happen, though. Hey, it's really good. good, yeah. Go to com slash extra life to join our team or to donate to us. We would appreciate that. It would be great. Um, we have a bunch of patrons, and I don't have their names up, but Dylan knows at least two of them offhand. Sean and Austin Hey, Palmer. good get job, guys. I wish I could remember the rest of you. I apologize. I personally owe you. I'll talk. I'll say each of your name twice next week. Did, um, Alan? A- Alan? Maybe? I don't know. Well, I don't want. Yeah, I don't, I don't know guess. if our. I don't know. If, I don't know if our Discord is up to date. Yeah, I'm not sure. Colors. I'm not sure. So anyway, we love all of you. Go to Patreon.com/slash/BiteMePodcast. Um, Tom McDermott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't think so. Just cut this. Yeah, it's out. fine. I whatever. We <laughs> I love all names? of you. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I have like I have a flood of names when we've tried. I know to do it's, this before, it's absolutely, and now it it's not accurate it's at all. Not. So I should. It's fine. You just need absolutely to chop this fine. Off. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can join our Discord by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. And then you can chat with us all day long while we're supposed to be working. And Dylan posts a lot of pictures of his cat. And his cats are cute. All of them. I love all of them. They're fantastic. All it's of great. them. All right. That is us for this week. Dylan. Bite me. Thank you, Dylan. He was gone fast. <laughs> like, fucking, I'm out. I'm out. He's like, I'm getting them nuggets. <laughs>